Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to On The Rise, a podcast about female college tennis players on the way up. On the Rise serves compelling stories and unique voices in women's college tennis. This is your host, Perry Shinen. In this episode of On the Rise, I will be speaking with Dartmouth College senior Nina Peripovich, who was a two-time New Zealand National Championship finalist before joining the Big Green. Led by head coach Bob Dallas and assistant coach Dave Jones, Nina captured 11 doubles wins for Dartmouth in her freshman campaign. This past summer, she served as an intern at Apple Watch. Welcome to On The Rise podcast. I am joined today by Nina Parapovich from Dartmouth. Nina, how are you? I'm good. Could you tell me, you know, a little bit about your childhood and about how you came to Dartmouth? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I was born in Zimbabwe, actually. My parents lived there for a few years. Um, that's a different story. Um, but yeah, basically, they moved to New Zealand in 2002 when I was two years old. And I grew up there all throughout high school. Coming to the U.S. for college was the first time I came to the U.S. I spent most of my childhood playing tennis. Um, I was really passionate about it. And kind of at the time, a lot of the people I was playing with, they were getting scholarships to go to the U.S. They were like kind of using that opportunity to like keep playing after high school, which is not really an opportunity in New Zealand. Um, so yeah, that sounded super appealing to me. Um, and especially like getting a taste of the US education system also is like, very appealing. So yeah, I went through that process and ended up at Dartmouth. And I've been here ever since um, I'm going into my senior year, starting in the fall. So it's been good. Wow. Well, could we go back a little bit into your childhood playing tennis? And how does it work in New Zealand? Did you play national tournaments or was it more in your in your region? I was about seven when I first started playing tennis, um, kind of going like a few times a week. By the age of 10, you already start playing like all across um, New Zealand, not necessarily national events, um, but just you kind of have to travel. It just it's not that big of a sport in New Zealand. so. The pool of players is pretty small, so people kind of have to play all over. By the age of, I would say 12, I was already traveling internationally um, just just to be able to compete with more people at my level, just because I was already getting pretty limited um, in New Zealand. And yeah, that, that was a lot of like going to Australia, going to Asia. Um, I definitely got a lot of traveling, um, which I was super lucky to experience um, and yeah. And how did school work into this? A lot of people that I played with from New Zealand did choose to homeschooling um, just because it was so much traveling. But I've always taken school pretty seriously um, and I decided I didn't really want to go down that route that I kind of enjoyed still having that other space um, and like a separate community and like coming back, like being able to go to school, so yeah. I I still went to high school, like regular high school, like everyone else. And I don't know, I basically just had to learn to time manage and 
get a lot of projects in before the deadline um, and at the same time like I think a lot of the teachers that I worked with like understood and they were pretty yeah they were understanding about me like kind of wanting to balance both things and they they worked with me to like be able to sort that out. I mean it's very impressive I cannot even imagine traveling internationally while also going to school all throughout high school correct? Yeah, yeah. So um, it was tough, but I think it really helped me in the long run. And I think I, I enjoyed the challenge and I, I'm, I'm a pretty independent person. Um, so I think for me, it did like align with a lot of kind of like how I like working. Um, so yeah, it worked out. And socially, was that kind of were your peers supportive of you, you know, traveling and obviously missing some classes? I don't know, they were a little bit confused what was going on. Like I would kind of be at school at some point and then all of a sudden I wouldn't be there and like they were just like, oh, she's at another tennis tournament. Um, and especially with tennis not being a big culture in New Zealand, I think that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, my close friends supported me. Um, they would keep me updated with what's going on. Um, it was good to kind of like have these two different lives I was living. Yes, very much like Impossible. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> My idol. Um, anyway, <laughs> I am wondering how, you know, how, how did you do all this travel? Were you alone traveling or did you have a parent? Yeah, so I, like growing up, my parents were working um, full time and a lot of that was to support me, support my tennis, like my academics. Um, so they, I like really traveled with them, I think, maybe a few times when I was younger, kind of locally for the weekend. Um, but other than that, I traveled with my coach. Um, I started working with him when I was seven years old and then all throughout high school as well. So I knew him for like, we worked together for a good 10 years. Um, yeah, so tra I traveled with him a lot and he would, he would take a, a group of us. Um, so we knew each other really well. And a few times um, when I was a bit older, I did a few like solo Australia trips um, after I'd been there a few times. And like, I, I'd know, I would know other people going to the tournaments, but I would kind of just organize my own accommodation um, and like flights and stuff. And it worked out and I, I like really learned how to live on my own, which was exciting. Um, and I like, I was super excited to, to do that stuff. and. It kind of just like naturally happened. So yeah, it, it was it was fun. Yeah, I loved it. Wow. And so coming to the States, it wasn't as big of a deal as it could have been because you had already been traveling. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was just like another country. I mean, honestly, it was probably even a smoother transition compared to some places just because it is another English speaking country. Um, like a lot of New Zealand culture is influenced by American culture. Um, and I think, you know, when, when you get to college, there's such a big support base. Um, and I fed directly into a team. Like I already knew a good like 10 other girls. Um, I wasn't that like in shock when I got here. I think there were other things that surprised me more um, rather than like moving to like moving to another country and being by myself. But yeah. So what did surprise you coming to the States? Not that I knew the culture, but I thought that I was aware of the differences um, and, you know, like seeing everything on the media and that kind of thing. Um, but I think when you 
actually moved to a new country, there's so many small details that you pick up on that kind of you you didn't really expect to to experience um, the political system and how people talk about politics um, was super new to me because back in New Zealand um, it's completely different and it's a smaller country. Um, people are a lot more relaxed about it. Like it's it's a newer country as well, and so. Yeah, coming to the US, I had to learn a lot, like learn a lot about the history and why things are how they are now, which um, which was super interesting. But yeah, it definitely took some time to understand that um, and like understand that why there's such a big difference between the two systems. And then even just like smaller things, like how people converse um, and like humor and how people greet each other and I think at the start I didn't really think much of that and I just it kind of it's like those small things that add up um that I was like oh this is so different like I don't know sometimes I'd say things that people would think is funny in New Zealand like here like I wouldn't get the same reaction (laughs) but I I learned pretty quickly so yeah well, I can't even imagine, and really the bravery that it takes to come into a whole new culture. And also, as you said, I mean, it's it's amazing that you took it upon yourself to really learn about the political system here and everything else. And so could you just talk about a little bit past that transition point? How was freshman year coming in socially to tennis and, and academically? I mean, it was great coming in and having a team, which I kind of mentioned before, Um and I found some of my closest friends on the team really quickly, spent so much time with them, which was almost a blessing and a curse. Um, so I think I got really comfortable with my team. And for me, I, I just loved spending time with them, which is awesome. Like, I was super happy. Um, and I think later on, like, some people left the team and I was kind of like, okay, there's more to this campus than just my team. Um, At that point, I realized I kind of want to explore Dartmouth a little bit more. Um, And I think I was pretty nervous to make that jump. um, And I felt alone trying to do that as well. And that was a big part of my freshman experience, kind of realizing that, um, like, it's amazing having this direct support crew but like I also I would I want to get to know like so many other people within this school um also like academically um I was also nervous about that um like obviously the Ivy League everyone's like whoa like especially in New Zealand no one really knows about it but you you know it's this like prestigious group of um institutions so I mean I've always been pretty serious about academics but I still I was still pretty nervous um I think my my freshman fall, I took it pretty seriously, maybe relaxed a little bit too much in the winter, and then by the spring found a good balance. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's a pretty typical freshman experience. Right. And so let's talk tennis a little. Now let's hop yeah. on the court. And what I'm wondering, the biggest thing I'm wondering is when you came into Dartmouth, having this coach who obviously traveled with you and you know, you spent 10 years with, and now it's a new country and a new team and a new coach. How did that feel? Did you feel afraid heading into that? I I don't think I was afraid necessarily, um, but I was already a fully developed player. Like, it's not like I was just starting out and you're working with, like, the fundamentals. It was kind of, you know, these little things um, that he had to pick up on 
but me and my coach, um, Bob Dallas, we get along really well. Um, and he was a big reason why I chose Dartmouth. So I, I mean, I was kind of excited for a new chapter and like to, to play for a team, I think was really exciting for me. It took me a while, but I think I'm, I've kind of learned that there's all these different coaching styles, but it's kind of up to you and like how you react to that, which is going to be the most important part. So yeah. That's very well said. And I feel like that is definitely true among many college teams because there's a coach and then there's often an assistant coach who sometimes has a completely different style. Exactly. Yeah. Looking at the other end of it now, I mean, heading into senior year, how does that feel? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still in denial, but <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for sure. I think it's, I think it's going to be the best year yet for me. It is a little scary that it is my last year. Obviously, up until this point, everything's been so structured around my life. Like I've always had practice. I've always had this class regime. Like I've always had kind of things relatively mapped out for me. And then, you know, after senior, it's kind of whatever you want it to be, which, yeah, which is which is scary. But I'm also super excited and I think I'm going to be ready for it. Well, I know that you will be ready for it by the way that you conduct yourself, so you will be fine. Right. And where do you see tennis fitting in your life after college? Obviously, it depends on what you're doing career-wise, but how do you see it? I don't know. I, I go back and forth with this a lot. Um, I don't know if I would commit to anything like full-time, part-time, but doing like little things on the side with coaching, um, which I was never expecting to say. Um but I've been working with someone in the community a little bit, kind of just like hitting with him. And I found it super rewarding to see him grow. And yeah, I would love to keep doing that after college. I think it's awesome. That is lovely. And, you know, let's talk about what you're doing right now, because this is not tennis and it's very cool. I'm interning. I'm doing an internship for Apple Watch as a software engineer, which has been super cool. I'm working remotely, which... You know, it has its perks, um, but it's also it's also a little disappointing. I'm not in Cupertino. That would have been that would have been a really cool experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's incredible working for this large corporation that has such an impact on so many people. Um, and I mean, working with the people that I'm working with has been incredible. Well, it's cool because it seems like, at least from the outsider perspective, Apple has really moved into the fitness space. And so that must be exciting for you, obviously, moving on from athletics to still be so involved this summer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm um, I'm actually on the fitness team. Everyone's super passionate within that organization. And then also throughout Apple, um, a lot of people really care about their wellness. Um, and there's been a big push towards that. So yeah, it'll be exciting to see kind of where that goes down the line. And what do you think that you've taken from tennis that you'll bring to the rest of your life? The, I mean, as cliche as this sounds, controlling the controllables and not worrying about the uncontrollables um, is something I'm still coming to grips with. But I think I'm finally learning how important of a skill that is. Um, coming from the college team experience, I totally understand with there are yeah. so many things that we cannot control. Honestly, it probably took me until junior year to realize that, um, yeah, it's up to me to just, you know, not worry about it and just, yeah, take it as it is. My name is Nina Parapovich and I'm on the rise.
This has been an episode of On the Rise, a Tennis Channel podcast in partnership with Behind the Racket and produced by Molly Schulson. Join us next time to continue our conversation about women's college tennis. This is Perry Shinen, On the Rise.